Welcome to the What You Thinking Podcast. I am your boy, Miles. This is Colin here. What's going on, Miles? Hey, man. Everything is good. In fact, it's real good. You want to know why? Because it is 64 degrees in New York. So I'm tired of you hearing and talking about this Miami weather. And all this <laughs> 64 degrees mid-January. You know, it's, what? The, it's the end of times. You know that, right? It's the end of First the world. I was to put the Tims away. I was like, oh, can't wait no Tims today. End of the world is here. That That's all I can say. 60 degrees in the middle of January. I never thought I'll see the day. Yeah, it was 64 in the middle of January. I think they said it was like uh, snowing in Texas. Snowing in Texas. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's, it's, it's a good thing we talked about that on, I think that was episode one. We talked about prepping. It's a good yeah. thing we talked about that. Have you, been, uh, you might did, want to pay attention. Have you been hearing about, did you hear about what happened in Puerto Rico? About the oh, that earthquake situation, the earthquakes, yeah, man. The two days I heard that like wasn't another one today. Or there was too? another one earlier this morning. Yeah, I yeah. think it hit. Uh, it was like a six point four on the on the rating. On the rating, you were struggling for that word. The yeah, work to scale, bro. I had to struggle. <laughs> I had to really struggle on that one. But yeah, on the uh, mm, uh, you yeah. know that that thing, was it was stuff. a re- it was a real long pause, a real long pause there. <laughs> Please, please bear with me. Bear with me here. Oh, of course. We we still we still in the infancy. We still learning to crawl right now. So <laughs> we'll we'll forgive anything right now. Yeah, man. It's but it's rough out. It's rough right now in Puerto Rico. They've had it rough the last few years. They've had it real bad. Yeah. I mean, this. You know, not only the gut. I mean, they had Hurricane Maria that came that went through them. And then you had the whole issue with the the government there. The governor over there and the politics and the corrupt issues that are just going on right now. And then these just earthquakes that just rocked them. It's just oof, been tough. It's been real tough. I, I, yeah, it's I really hope tough. everyone out no there joke. is okay. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, you know, being, um, being prepared for it is really important. You know, for these type of things can be rough. And so. And, and speaking of being prepared, mm. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, recently it was the Golden Globes just happened and Jay-Z and Beyonce first of all Jay-Z and Beyonce showed up late well, but I mean yeah. when you Jay and Bay right you can kind of do whatever you want right they showed up late and the Golden Globes was sponsored by I think they were sponsored by either Moet or somebody Crystal. I can't remember who they were sponsored by but Jay-Z and Beyonce showed up with his Ace of Spades champagne mm, that's a already. cold cold flex Cold flex. Will you show up late and bring your own champagne? Only, only. Like, ah, I know y'all got your own thing, but um, in case you don't know, I also own champagne. Yeah, only, only Jay and Beyonce can do that. I think they're the only ones who could really pull that off at this at this stage of the game. Hey. That's yo. That's like showing up to dinner at someone's house, bringing your own food. Like, I know you cook, but. I brought my own food. I'm a better cook, so <laughs> and like you I'm gotta just, be okay with it. I'm just it's like there's nothing you can say. Right, like I'm. <laughs> this is what it is. Right, I'm just and it's not like you showed up with like a bottle of water. Like they showed up with a bottle of water. And it was like, oh, you know, we're not drinking anymore. We're you know promoting like you know proper hydration, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So they show up with like water. No. <laughs> It's that would be like the same thing if you showed up to dinner and you brought like your own vegan meal or something. Like, okay, like you're vegan. You don't eat meat. No problem, okay. right? You got to bring yeah. your own food. Yeah. But this was like, oh, you, you cooking chicken? No problem. I, I'll also bring some chicken. 
Yeah, I'll bring <laughs> like chicken. Like you no roasting problem. the chicken? Yeah. I'll... <laughs> no problem. That's, that's that's what's on the menu today, so I'll bring my own. You can do you, but yeah, I'll do I'll me. Bring, I'll bring that same thing you're making, yeah. uh, but I'll do it better. Yeah, no, no problem. I, I, I thought it was hilarious. It's one of the funniest things I've seen. I mean, like I said, there's a few people in the world that could pull that off. Jay and Beyonce could do it. And they can get away with yeah, it, definitely. no problem. Nobody can say a word to them. It's okay. They're, there's no, they won't get in trouble for it. You got to respect it. You just got to respect it at this point. You can't say anything to them. They're like, they're like, they're royalty at this. They're royalty in this stage of the game. Let's talk about Taco Bell. And I know what you're thinking. Taco Bell, making money. That's like a minimum wage job. No. No. Apparently not anymore. Because apparently, according to the latest press release from Taco Bell, Taco Bell has decided that, now it's not necessarily everywhere, but it doesn't really make a difference, but that they would begin rolling out a $100,000 salary. I want the job. That's it. You you don't have to finish your statement. You just said $100,000 job. I'm going to work at Taco Bell. Sign me up. Have you sent, send me the link. Can you send me the link? Send me that link to the hey, application. Look, hundred thousand dollars. Now I don't know what general managers like what the um like working hours are mm-hmm. for a Taco Bell, but I am working G's to work at Taco Bell. I'm ready to work at Taco Bell now. You did you did here's the question. You didn't gonna change the requirements so they even like masters preferred. <laughs> no, no, masters required <laughs> PhD An MBA preferred. is required. Like, with ten years plus of experience. Oh, it's all you know. They're gonna hit you with that. Twenty five years experience, uh, running a large like multinational. I'm just saying. Two hundred forty five hours internship hours required for this job. On top of that, just exactly. <laughs> There's no way, or either that, or you know what's gonna happen though. You what? know the general managers who are in those positions now are getting fired. Oh yeah, that's it. They bring it in different people. Yeah, yeah. like you were because you imagine you working there for like ten years and you like see the news article pop up and it's like a hundred thousand dollars and you like they talking about the one I'm at. <laughs> I'm I'm a general manager. What is I'm going- making a hundred? They call you into the office. He like, oh, I'm about to get that rate. I'm yeah, about to get that. Hey. And they like, um, man, like you talking um, like you, managers at Taco Bell? What they were getting paid? Maybe like eighteen an hour, maybe twenty an hour at one point, maybe. Maybe. I feel like a manager's probably salary, but how much could, could a manager be. really be making? Let me, let me see if it comes up. Taco Bell. Well, the problem is, you know what? No, you can't. I'm saying the most a manager can Fast make. Fast food general manager salary. Let's see what the old Google On average. What, what is what is the median? The average. Fa- what does it says Fast casual. I mean, what's the difference? I think fast casual is okay. like. What is fast casual? I think that's <laughs> Applebee's, right? Is that fast let's casual? Just, let's just. All right. Let's call it what the it point is. point is. Yeah, it says the average fast casual, according to Indeed, the average fast cash fast. Well, I can't pronounce that. The average <laughs> fast casual restaurant GM yearly pay in the U.S. is approximately forty six six four five. So forty six thousand. Forty six thousand. So let's just say they're making. 40. It says also. So here we go. McDonald's. McDonald's general managers earn fifty five thousand dollars annually. Really. Fifty five ain't nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, I mean at McDonald's, but a hundred. But a hundred. We doubling that at Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco Bell, man, sign me up. 
I'm with it. Mm. Drop it all. Drop it all. Who who needs a master's degree? You know? Who needs all that these no, days? No, no, you probably gonna need that though. You don't you You're probably right. They're gonna be like, um, that's gonna be required. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> they can be like, ah, we 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 gonna we need, we need masters with uh, five years of experience. Five, ten years of experience, been working in the field for ten to fifteen years. Yeah, I can't yeah. even I'm just thinking about it now. I'm just like in my head though, hundred G's to work at Taco Bell? That sounds insane. Not that there's anything wrong mean. working at Taco Bell, but a hundred thousand dollars to work at Taco Bell. Taco Bell, that's that's crazy. You know how many jobs don't make a hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, fast food chains are moving hey, up, man. You don't even got to flip burgers. You know that's gonna because be... Taco Bell we've established does not even use real meat. I think they use you know it's like the six. It's like fifty percent beef and like fifty percent filler or something like oh, that. Yeah. So you don't even got to work like full meat. It's <laughs> you ain't be, flipping burgers. Yeah. You just like oh everything they're going uh, grass-fed now they're going grass-fed meat now dude that's what they're doing oh grass-fed grass-fed that's what they're doing so they're... is it literally just in wood chips yeah <laughs> so it's wood chips yeah pretty much wood chips got it that's what they're doing got it they're switching up they're changing up the game taco bell is all about it now it's all about it so speaking of game changing huh. i think you recently sent me an article you're talking about uh, exercise and mental health. Right, right. Exercise and, and the mental importance health. of it. So yeah. talk to me a little about that article. So yeah, man. I mean, there was an article that came out uh, pretty much it's gonna well it's gonna be published officially this this year in March, but they already put it out on the website on the Science Direct Journal on mental health physical activity and the topic and of the article is oh, we... i thought you got that early release joint you was like it ain't even published like no, yeah, it officially like, oh. pu- it'll officially be published in the journal when the journal releases but they have it out on the website now and so on oh, science direct I journal thought you got that like exclusive joint now, i don't have an exclusive i don't have that exclusive you know mm. intel i don't have that i mean it's already here for the world to see on the internet you guys could check it out it's an article called Do We Need Physical Activity Guidelines for Mental Health? And what does ev- the evidence tell us? And so, so we're definitely going to talk about the article. We just want to say that we are going to have the link to the article uh, on our Instagram page, which is at What You Think It Podcast. Right. Yeah. So, I anyway, mean, that's, that's important. it's important to note. Yes. This information will be on, the, on our sites and, you know, on our Instagram and Twitter as well. And so, you know, this article really talks about the benefits of physical health of course but it also dives into some of the the issues of that can come up with trying to stay healthy and trying to live a trying to live right also mentally as well and what happens is with our physical when we try to stay physically active sometimes trying to stay physically active can also cause cause us to be stressed as well having to get in our daily our daily workouts in, like for instance, according to the World 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 Health Organization, right now the guidelines for to live a to for physical activity is you're supposed to get in 150 minutes of workout time a week of moderate mm-hmm. intensity aerobic physical activity, or you could do 75 minutes of moderate vigorous intensity work. Um, you could do either or, but supposedly these are the guidelines according to the World Health Organization that we should be hit, hitting as, you know, 
for us humans and on a daily basis and to stay and live in a healthy lifestyle. And so an issue for us as people is sometimes we do these workouts and it's some, it just feels so daunting. It just feels like, oh, why do I have to keep doing these workouts to be a certain way or to stay healthy? And a lot of us do stay health, trying to stay healthy because uh, we have issues with hypertension or, you know, we have cardiovascular disease that runs in our family or there's also cancer that runs in our family or and you're trying to get right or, or you do have cancer and you're trying to get right now. And so you're trying to battle your issues with this you know, with this disease or this cancer treatment, you know, you're dealing with these multiple array of things and you're just trying to stay healthy. You're trying to do any type of physical activity so you can just put this down and so you can get back to being 100% healthy. And so that becomes very stressful as you go through that process. And so in this article, it dives into that and how these things can cause even more lapses in the mental health as well as you continue to get better. It can cause for you to fall into a depression or having certain type of anxiety, and so I think along the way, I think I think all of us we go through phases as we you know as you work out for a while, and those who've been working out for a long time, you get into those phases like all right, you start playing the mind games with yourself. It's like, do I really want to do this? What's you know you start? Is it worth it? What am I doing this for? You know, you you continue to work through these 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 phases in your life and especially when it comes to physical activity and asking yourself is it worth it in the long term for your health and and so I don't know for you Miles have you ever been through a point in your time I know you work out and you try to stay active as best as you can is there a time for you where it's like you know do I need this is why do I have to keep doing this do I feel like I need to hit a certain threshold to you know, or meet certain expectation for myself or for others? Like, what is, how do you work through these these times and you go through your phases of, you know, physical activity and just staying right mentally and physically? I, you know, for me, honestly, so right, I, I, I try to work out. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> I know you work out, man. I know you definitely work out. Right. Stop playing. I mean, I don't, here's the thing, right? Like you said, honestly, it's phases, right? There are definitely times where you are consistent, or I should say I'm consistent in the gym, hardcore, you know, mm. in there, full workout, sweat, you know, as The Rock says, hardest worker in the room situation. Right. And then there are definitely times where I'm just like, yo, I'm not going to the gym. Right. Right. I'm just not. And I think the hardest part, right, is that initial getting yourself up that initial motivation right especially if you are dealing with either a physical or a mental ailment the hardest part is that initial getting my you know getting myself into the gym because there's a lot of i think of what's the point what why why should i or or i have to spend an hour in the gym or i you know i'm not in that great of a shape i gotta see other people or I'm depressed. Like, there's a lot of that. Yeah. And I ain't gonna lie. It's hard to overcome that. It's hard yeah. to, when you're in that state, to see past that and get past that. And first of all, the first thing is, like, acknowledging that that is, that's hard. Yeah. I've had my own dealings with it and my own dealings with physical injuries and 
physical therapy and stuff like that. And it is, it takes its toll. I mean, we've talked about Andrew Luck and stuff like that. But I think the interesting thing about the article that you that you mentioned or that you sent is like two things, right? Because when we, when we say to somebody, like, you have to work out or, right. or you go, hey, you know, you know physical activity is very uh, beneficial for mental illness and, and uh, alleviating some of the uh, severity of depression and anxiety and things like these. And then we look at like the recommendations, like, you know, it's like 150 minutes a week or 300 minutes of higher volume. And, yeah. and first of all, you, you hear that and it's like 150 minutes a week. Yeah, that's it's. I have time to do that. Yeah, or that just seems long. I yeah. don't. I don't feel like doing a hundred and fifty minutes a week. But I think the interesting thing is, so you look at some of the the, the data, right? So doing this hundred fifty minutes a week of physical activity is protective against developing depression, reducing the risk by twenty two percent. Yeah. Um. That's a huge. Um. A huge percentage but like we said like okay so you say 150 minutes but what does a person do if they're depressed what does a person do if they're limited or they don't you know 150 minutes seems like a daunting task so the interesting thing i think is that there's a next section of the article we talked about well, what about bouts right and so bouts is like that duration of time that you're spending it at one specific time frame of doing exercise and at first, there was a recommendation that you needed to have like this 10 minutes at least continuously of doing some sort of exercise, right? Mm-hmm. But, and while that is sort of like the, they've removed that recommendation, it's still like, is a, is a, is a decent guideline to follow. Um, but the interesting thing is there was this study done, um, which is a, controlled and randomized trial which can mm-hmm. end now it's a it is a very small sample size it's only 32 adults right. but it showed that three bouts of stair climbing for only one minute each resulted in increased positive mood state decreased negative mood state after that brief intervention mm. now obviously this needs to be scaled up um the, I mean, the great part about study is that it was a randomized control study, right. but of course, the disadvantage is that it's only 32 adults, right? You can't necessarily yeah. extrapolate that to the entire population at large. Right, right, right. But I think that shows people that you don't necessarily need to, I got I to gotta do 30 minutes. If you're not feeling great, you can walk around the block for an hour, or you can, you know, if you're at your job, you can walk up and down the steps, you know, go one time, do right. that a couple times a day. And maybe that can start to uh, help in creating a positive a positive mood state and increasing right. that negative mood state. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh no, definitely, definitely. I think even in it mentions also in the in the article that we we're talking about uh, that uh, physical for for us people, I think to help with physical activity to make it at least somewhat enjoyable and some something to look forward to is doing something that we really like. In the article, it talks about, mm-hmm. you know, going and doing things like as far as like going outside, if you like to take walks to the park or if you like to you like to enjoy nature or you like to walk on the beach, you know, you doing things, doing things along those na- along those lines that that help um, that help you enjoy it more to help you get out to or mm-hmm. do and doing things outside. Hey, if you like. You like to play tennis, or if you like to play basketball, or volleyball, or so, or even golf. 
any type of activity, any any type of sport, or just anything that's light, it's it's still it's still beneficial. Getting out and you just just right. to get out, you know, get on your feet and just just keep just stay moving in some in some capacity. And I think the interesting thing that you mentioned is you said about getting out and mm. looking at leisure activities or act- recreational right. activities. There was another point in the article where it mentioned that work-related physical activity was positively associated with mental ill health mm. while household and domestic ac- physical activity was not associated with that and i think the interesting thing about that is right so you think that okay i work a physical job you know maybe mm. i work in construction or i'm a right. carpenter or i'm a, a garbage man or whatever that physical job is and you think right. okay this is enough like i'm getting physical activity that's affecting my mental health right positively sort of mental ill health mm. so it's not that it had no effect right. it had a positive effect on ill health and so it's really important then that we look at physical activity outside of whatever our job is right yeah so mm-hmm. whatever, if we have a physically demanding job yep and that may be even harder to then say okay I, you know i just worked a you know a 12-hour shift and now you want me to go outside and walk around the block like dude i'm tired yeah and i think that's where it's going to even be harder but the fact that it shows that correlation is really interesting yeah no that's definitely very interesting i i used to work in a warehouse doing like manual labor type work at one point Mm-hmm. I was doing it while I was working when I was when I was in, doing undergrad, and I was doing it as like a part time job. And let me tell you, the physical demand on the job was daunting. It was just daunting. It was just oh, I tell you, after I was done with work, I didn't want to do any type of working out. I want, but I had to push myself. You know, I pushed myself a lot. But you know, you would think doing that physical activity and staying, you know, because you're constantly listening, having things. You know, you're constantly moving. You would mm-hmm. think it's good, but actually, your your body just feels. It feels like it's just broken down. You know, that's how I felt, mm-hmm. and it just felt like it wasn't it's something that just was definitely wasn't enjoyable. You know, doing the work at all early times in the morning and late evenings, and you know, doing this activity at a time where you know your body should be resting or. Shouldn't be going through this type of stuff, you know. And I think sometimes we do these jobs and we think that is beneficial for us, but it really, you know, can take a toll on your body as well. And so it's not, you know, your body oh, reacts absolutely. to that. But when you know you're doing this type of work, and your body knows when it's, you know, something that's good for you and it's something that's not, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think that's just it's. It's definitely something it, you don't think about it too much, you know. I, I never really thought about it until you know we're having this conversation now, and I'm just I'm just sitting back thinking about it. I'm like, wow, you know. Though, though I thought at that time that you know phys- I was doing something physical and it was potentially helping me, but in reality, probably really wasn't because I was hurting in a bad way when at that time. <laughs> and now you know I, I really can just separate that and realize that type of physical activity wasn't necessarily good for me. At that time, whereas, you know, mm-hmm. afterwards doing a workout, you know, where I got, I felt like I was relieving myself and I was doing my real workout, it felt more enjoyable because that's what I like to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I know you're a big workout guy. Mm-hmm. Big, big, big workout guy. You know, you're, you're, you're the rock on Instagram. Uh, no, I'm not. No, please. No, that is not. That iron. You are really blowing it out of proportion. City. 
You'd yeah, be out there, swole city baby. Oil you are that. really taking it over the top. You have gone so <laughs> but so far, here's the question, right? <laughs> so we know you. We know you. We know you be. You know, murdering the iron in the murdering gym. you. Just well, what? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> murdering the iron. Uh, that was a terrible. That was a terrible turn of phrase. I, you know, whatever. Was okay. <laughs> The point is, we know you out here, right? We, mm-hmm. we you're a big, you're 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 a gym rat. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> but and you and you do a lot of workout indoors. But how do you? What do you feel about working outdoors or working out outdoors, whether it's hiking or in, anything involving physical activity outdoors? Like what? What's what's your viewpoint? Do you get, do you incorporate it in your routine? How do you? Does it feel different from working outside? Like like what up? I definitely enjoy it a lot more working out outside. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It's something about being out in the environment, you know, or just being out in the sun. Or even if it's like a cool or cloudy day, sometimes I feel like I get I get a boost with that. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's like a boost move. It's like a really I, I, you you get a a jolt. For me, and I feel like I have more open space to kind of do what I want, and I feel freely about it. Mm-hmm. It's like a moment to kind of just breathe, and depending on your environment, you know, and how, where you're working out at, where at outside you are, it's just having that ability to, you feel like you have so much ground to work with, and so much, you see different areas, you go to different places as you walk around, you know, for instance, I have a park around where I, you know, where I live now. And so they have different stations. You can go t- around the park. You can go from one station is the pull-up bar. Then you can walk a little further to a dip bar. Then you go to a little further. Then you have ab like an ab station, then a squat station, mm-hmm. then like a push-up station. And each station is like different scenery, different look, and you know it's it's always changing. And then you afterwards, I walk outside the park, and then I, I walk around the neighborhood, a few blocks. And it's just constant changing. You have the air, you know, the air and the the wind, the sun, everything hitting you. It's just something about being outside. It feels freeing. Whereas when you work out inside, if sometimes, especially in a gym, if you work out nowadays, gyms are always packed. Especially at this time of the year, New Year, everyone has their New Year resolutions to work out. You go in a gym and it just feels congested. You see all these people out here. Gym is super crowded now. It's so crowded. You know, you see all these people taking up the machines. You're trying to get a machine. You can't even get on a treadmill. It becomes frustrating. You get agitated. And all of a sudden, you just want to leave because it's just this tight space that you don't even want to be in. And it becomes stressful. And sometimes it even builds up anxiety because you got all these people around you. You're trying to get something. You can't get it. You can't get your workout in. And it feels like a lost time now. And it happens quite often. To a lot of people, I know I'm not the only one. I think Miles, you could talk for this as well. You go through it, and so it, it it's Dude, very. I was in a gym today. Uh-huh. It was unnecessarily crowded. Unnecessarily usually crowded. Usually, <laughs> Saturday afternoons be kind of like chill in the gym because uh-huh. it's like people partied hard on Friday. Mm-hmm. Saturday afternoon, people preparing for their hot date on Saturday. So Saturday afternoon is like a great time to be in the gym, except in the beginning of the year, and right. then. There is no machines open, and it's just like, oh, so we just all all gonna be squatting today? Oh, Everyone squat benching today too. Yep. Yeah. Oh, 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 and, and now everybody wants to do leg day. 
Now everybody's about leg day. Everyone's on leg day. 2020. We're thinking different now, man. No more upper body. Straight legs. 2020 tree trunks all day. Tree (laughs) Tree trunks all day. Tree trunks all day. Tree trunks all day. 2020. That'll be be one of our shirts. Tree trunks all day. Tree trunks. Never skipping leg day. (laughs) Nobody's skipping leg day no more. Oh, man. No, you can't skip it. No, no, no. You make an interesting point, though, about mm-hmm. working outside. The reason why I ask you is because there was a point in this article where it said that physical activity um, outside, that exposure to green space is associated with lower levels of depression, anxiety, and stress, and that physical activity outdoors is associated with greater reductions in depression and anxiety and physical activity indoors. Definitely. And that, that recently they discovered that blue space, and blue space are things like oceans, lakes, etc., mm-hmm. have been associated with a higher well-being. Um, and so I think that's interesting too, because a lot of us, we think about, once again, we think about the gym, the gym is crowded. Now, of course, New York in the wintertime, you, you kind of got no choice, but to be inside, yeah. ain't nobody trying to be outside. And, You're not trying to run out weather. in the snow? But I, nah, nah. No? I, I, yo, look, first of all, when I be seeing like people be running outside and it'd be cold, rainy, yo, there's treadmills inside. There's bikes inside. They try you. Tr- they trying to run like Rocky. You know. They trying to. You know. Nah. They trying to run I, outside, I get ready for a competition, get ready for the fight. You know, it's a big day. They get ready. They are waking up at four in the morning. Nah. They drink their eggs raw, five six eggs, and they out out the door. <laughs> oh, they got when they gassed on now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's now, but here's want. the thing, like, and the funny thing is, I am an avid hiker. Like, I don't, like, I, I love being outside. I don't necessarily mind the rain. Like, I don't necessarily, like, I've definitely camped out in thunderstorms, pouring down rain and et cetera. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I can't imagine willingly getting up at 530 in the morning before the sun has risen hmm. outside, pouring rain and just... <sighs> Like, ah, it's, nah, it's a hustle, it's man. It's hustle. <laughs> nah, you got to fight. It's not, nah, you know? Mm-mm. Get through those, mm-mm. those mental barriers that hold us down. You know, break break the chains. Mm. Yeah, you know? There's a lot of people like that, though. There's a lot of people in the fitness world. They believe that that's like a barrier. Like, if you can't do that, you're weak. You know? That's how, and you see that a lot, especially on IG. You see these dudes if, if, go wait, wait, crazy. Wait, wait. If I can't do what, I'm weak. What? If you can't get up in the morning at 4 or 5 in the morning, you're not determined to reach your goals. I tell you, man, after I see a post like that, I be feeling real discouraged sometimes. I ain't going to lie. I'm like, damn, I got to get with it. Got to get my life together. You know, I go, first go of all, that culture needs to stop. But you see that a lot. It's very common. It no, It's super common. And, and then it's perpetuated by celebrities. Because you got dudes like Kevin Hart or dudes like The Rock who are up at, you know, the crack. Mark Wahlberg. He's up at like 3.30 in the morning, 4 in the morning. Come on, man. I just, here's the thing. I'm not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me either. I'm not doing it. That's that's it. (laughs) I'm not either. That's all I got. I'm not doing it. I mean, because, and I think though, and you make an interesting point is that Unfortunately, what happens, right? We talk we talk about social media a lot in this day and age, and we talked about that in a decade episode about the rise of social media and its effect on us. And I think we talked about, of course, insecurity. 
and this is this is sort of in that same vein, right? That episode was talking more about insecurity, body image wise, insecurity in terms of how what what's your like what what is your drive? Yeah. And if you are not like crack a dawn, you gotta mm-hmm. be in the gym four a.m. Yep. You gotta write ten emails by five. That's right. You gotta on it. you know do this by six. Then you go to work. You work your nine to five. Then you come home and you hustle for ten more hours. Yep. And you sleep for two and you back at it again like what there's no time to sleep no time to sleep sleep is when you die that's how they uh, sleep i will be sleeping <laughs> you will you will get I'm your okay. seven eight hours in <laughs> absolutely all day because here's the thing you everyone has to value everyone values things differently right so mm-hmm. some people who may value success uh fame fortune i value my mental health and i value my sleep and yeah. if you don't get enough sleep, it affects your mental health. Whether you think it does or not, it does. That's just that's just a proven fact. You yes, it, it does. That's one hundred percent. So I'm sleeping. I'm just and I'm getting old, bro. Yeah, I think we. Yeah, I mean, I think we even talked about this. The whole, you know, I can't party like I used yeah. to. Man. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just can't. I'm I'm going yeah. to bed. Yeah. And here's I, the thing. Here's how yeah. you know the older you get, right? Because the older you get, you know what happens? I'm saying. This is how the world works, right? So when you was young, it was like, oh, we had a party. We had a party. Oh, where we going? Where we going? We doing? Where we going? We going somewhere? We going to party? We going to party? All day. Now people be like, oh, let's hang out. Why, though? Why? Why we got to hang out? Why can't you just come over here? First of all, um, I'm trying to just have people come to my house, but I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to leave. I'm not I'm going to like, ah. I'm. And if people my... cancel, I'd be like, cool. That's like the best news now. You when be... your plans are canceled. <laughs> You be hoping for the cancel. You be praying, oh, crossing man. your fingers, hoping for that blizzard to come in, so you don't have to get, <laughs> so you don't have to drive out. <laughs> oh, and then the drive. Yeah, man. Hey, man, you know, come on. Ah. It's crazy. It's crazy when you think when you think back at it now and look at you look at it and where we are now. It's like you know, I just value, I just value that that time for me. You know, mm-hmm. my own. I love my 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 peace of mind. My mental health, where I'm at, and you know, you get you sometimes you get a lot of what's going on today trying to drive you out of it, telling you your way is not right. You know, your way is mm-hmm. you could be so much better. Why do you have to just settle? Because people would a lot of us or a lot of people in general that we'll see in the culture, they'll tell you that that's not good enough. You know, mm-hmm. you know you. You have so much potential. You could do this. You can do that. But you're settling for this. It's like, you know, it it differs for a lot of people. Everyone's perception is a little different. Everyone's definition of success and drive is different. And so it always comes down to the understanding and that everyone's their own person. And everyone has their own drive and their own values. And it's just coming to respect that. And understanding everyone has the differences and you can agree to disagree. You know? Mm. Could have said it better myself. So to wrap yeah. up this topic, put in a nice little neat bow. Uh, the other interesting thing is that, so a lot of, of course, the research that we talked about has to do with depression. And a lot of the research in general surrounding physical activity and mental health has been surrounding depression. But lately, there have been a lot more uh, studies that investigate the link, not just between physical activity and depression, but between physical activity and other diagnosed mental disorders. So things not including just depression, but 
uh, anxiety, substance use disorders, PTSD, schizophrenia, and then also looking at how uh, mental health or how physical activity plays a role in not just um, the promotion of mental well-being, but also the prevention of mental ill-being. Mm-hmm. And so the important point, or the takeaway is that physical activity is important. Is it easy to achieve, uh, especially if you are dealing with a mental illness or you're struggling with depression, you're struggling with anxiety, you're struggling with a substance use disorder, you're struggling with PTSD? Mm-hmm. No, because there are definitely hard days. That's a yeah, fact. Definitely. It can't be escaped, right? Yep. There are going to be days where you're not going to want to do it. And if it's not something that you're doing currently, it is going to be hard to get motivated. Yep. So... How do we get motivated? That's always the tough question. And what we always say, number one, is turn to a friend. And as we talked about, it's not necessarily you need to, you know, you need to get a new outfit, you need to go to the gym, and you got you got to do all this stuff. Mm. No. Find the things that uh, make you happy or or just get outside in nature, as we talked about, that the effects of physical activity in outdoor space is even Mm -hmm. more so than in an indoor space. So just getting outside, uh, Getting in the sunlight, all these things will start to help, um, or and sort of alleviate some of the you know symptoms that you're experiencing. Does it mean that they're going to go away completely? Probably not. Yeah. But does it mean that it'll start to promote mental well-being and uh, lessen the ill-being? Yeah. According to the research, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, definitely, man. Definitely, I strive for it. I'm with that. Uh, we'll we'll go with our final quote to close out uh, the episode. So. We're going to do one quote today, and the one quote I think we picked out was this one by Roy T. Bennett, and the quote is, the past is a place of reference, not a place of residence. The past is a place of learning, not a place of living. Mm. Tell me, Colin, what do you think about that? That's deep, man. That's deep. I think as I, you know, I reflect on that, on that. And a quote, you think about today, you think about being in your moment right now. And I think we talked we talked about this in a previous podcast as well. It's about sometimes we get stuck thinking about the future or sometimes we get stuck thinking about the past. And more often than not, you probably see a lot of us will think about the past a lot, you know. You know, some look back for it as reference. We look back on things in the past and we reflect on the things we've done and how far we've come and looking at the position we are in now. And But there's others who will look back on the past and they look at the things they've done bad. They look on regret or the certain things that they've done that they wish they could take back. And that causes so much issues with the current the current place you are in now. And it deters you from moving forward. And so when you hear, you know, that type of quote for me, it's just about being current, being currently in this place I am right now and reflecting on the things I've done in my life from good to bad and understanding what's happened has happened for a reason. And it's okay for better, for better or for worse. It's okay for the things that have happened, but now I must move forward for where I am right now and moving forward in a positive light as best as I can. Will I go through my ups and downs where sometimes those past things that I've done in my life or whether good or bad, do they come up? Yeah, they still come up. 
And there's certain things sometimes we have to battle with our own demons or the things that we go through. We still have to battle with that, and that'll be a continuous battle. But understanding that they're just to move forward, we have to just work towards leaving those type of things in the past and use turning that into something good and understanding what's happened has happened and everything that's happened in this life is meant to happen is part of your path. This quote is definitely a good one, you know, that you can resonate. I think anybody can resonate with this because we've all have a past that, you know, we've had to deal with our own, you know, deal with a lot of stuff. But, you know, it's definitely a good one for every day for if you go through in and out of your days for anybody out there, you know, just have a moment just to sit back and take a deep breath and just reflect on the moment you have right now and just being alive. And so that's really important to do. And that's something I do each day. So I don't know for, you know, Miles, what are some of the things you do? At, you know, hearing this quote, how do you reflect on it? You know, and the things that, you know, occur for you right now or in your past. Unfortunately, sometimes we, t- I'm not going to say we, I'm going to just talk about me. Uh, you take a residence literally in your past. And I think it's, that's, you can't yeah. say it any better. We literally live in the past. And, and you know, there's always, like, the good things that you live in the past about, like, you know, you're when you were an athlete and life was great and, you know, you might have been captain of the football team and all that good stuff. But yeah. then you think about all of the mistakes that you've made, all the people you've made have hurt, and you start to dwell on that. Yeah. And you start to live there. Yeah. And what happens is when you when you... For me, especially if you, if you live in that moment, um, you're just living there, but you're not learning from it. You're not benefiting from it because you're just you're not you're stagnant. It's a stagnant place, and when it's stagnant, you can't move forward. And so we should always look back to the past as reference. Look back to the things or the mistakes that we've made, both good and bad. Or mistakes aren't good, but you know my point. Um, and look back to the past and say, okay, this is what I can. This is what I can take from. It. This is what I can learn from it. And so for me, that's really what I'm trying to work on is really looking back and saying, okay, here's what I did. What can I really take from this? You know, like you said, you can't change the past. That's impossible, mm-hmm. right? We'd all like to be able to go back and hit rewind and be like, oh, let me scrub that. Let me delete that. Delete that. No, nope, delete. Def- definitely delete that. But it's impossible, right? Because once it's what's what's done is done, but being able to look back and say, "Okay, I did this. How can I move forward from that? Right. What, what yep. did I learn? How am I going to sort of change my thinking patterns? How am I going to change my actions? How am I going to start putting uh, one foot in front of the other and moving from from the past into the fu- into the present and and ultimately into the future? Right. And so. Um, it's been another great episode. I think we yeah, covered man. a lot of really great topics today. Yeah, definitely deep, man. Definitely deep. I like really loved it today. You know, I have to dive in on, on to these aspects of physical and mental health and how important it is. It's it's definitely big time. And, you know, we'll continue to dive into a lot of these aspects as we continue to move forward, you know, with the podcast. And I think hopefully it should be beneficial and enjoyable for the audience out there absolutely and as always you can follow us on instagram at what you think in podcast we're also on twitter what you think in podcast mm-hmm. you can find our podcast on everywhere including itunes spotify Castbox, uh google etc uh please yep. like share and subscribe uh with your friends and as usual this has been another wonderful episode of the what you think in podcast 
boy Miles. And this is Colin here. And we'll see you next time. Peace out.